0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. First off, I wanna say I hope everyone's doing good. I'm hoping that 2023 is really a year that you guys are figuring out how to take care of your mental health, and I hope everything's going well. Today's episode, I wanna talk about how your mental health can be affected by your finances. Now, in today's world, there's a big problem when it comes to mental health and money. It's a very complex relationship one that I have struggled with that relationship in past years. It's something that may have many contributing factors that might feel like it's totally out of your control. It could be influencing your decisions, your physical health, and even your behaviors. I've personally experienced the mental health impact of financial stress at one point in my life, I was making a good amount of money, and then I switched careers, and I was not even coming close to sniffing the money I was making before. Even if I had worked super hard, worked all hours of the day, I couldn't even hit that um, that milestone when it came to money. So I kind of hit a stress when it came to my finances. I had a hard time paying my rent, paying my bills, just overall stressing about money. Now, I can say that I'm doing a lot better. I'm making more money. I'm I've changed some behaviors of my spending habits and I've just gotten older and wiser. If you're someone who's struggled with mental health because it's been impacted by money, you're not alone. Today's episode, I'm going to try to explain why finances affect your mental health and how you could kind of battle that. The first thing I wanna talk about though is how does money affect your mental health? So more ways than you think, at its heart, money can cause an incredible amount of stress. When humans express stress, experience stress, the mental health impact ripples from there. Stress and worry about money impact those lives with depression and anxiety. Stress about money can exacerbate existing mental health conditions. See, when I was struggling to make ends meet, it was re- I would worry about how am I going to do this? I'm working really hard, but I can't even pay my phone. I can't even pay my rent. I can't even buy the food I need to survive. And that kind of... That kind of fucks you up mentally. You start worrying about what people think about you since you don't have it like that. You start comparing yourself to people who are doing things because they make more money than you, but you can't do that. You start to, you just start to get in this deep hole about like who you are as a person and maybe you've made the wrong choices in your life and you don't know how to get up from that. So financial stress can negatively impact your self-esteem, your confidence, and your overall emotional health and mental health. There's a couple stats that I found that um, I'm going I'm to state right now that are kind of mind-blowing. When it comes to mental health and money, 46% of people with debt also have a mental health diagnosis. 86% of people with mental health issues and debt say that their debt makes their mental health issues worse. And those living with depression and debt are four times more likely to still have debt in 18 months. I have a bunch more stats but the point is that mental health and financial stress just go hand in hand now one thing that i kind of had to like look at and take a deeper dive into is understanding my relationship with money it took me a while to understand that kind of relationship to this day i don't fill up my gas tank all the way from time to time despite the fact That my bank account is able to afford a full tank of gas every single time. It's a habit and a limiting belief that I've carried into my later years from when I was struggling with money. And also, I'm not even gonna lie, as a kid growing up too, my mom always used to keep five or ten in the glove compartment for gas. And for some and somehow I kind of like initiated that, that I only put a small amount of money into my gas tank at a time just in case I needed more money for something more important. And while I know that I'm in a position where I can afford to fill up my gas tank, I still tend to only fill it up around halfway, probably like six out of 10 times. I never let that tank click full unless like, I know I'm going to need it. Let me ask you this question. Do you understand your relationship with money? There's a lot of factors that can influence your relationship with money, depending on how you grew up, depending on what behaviors you have, you have, depending on a lot of things. But to fix your your financial stress, you first have to understand that relationship with money. And it starts with being open and honest with yourself about where you're at. Without that level of vulnerability to recognize your current state, you won't be able to make any positive changes to your finance or your state to your, of your finances. For me, I had to literally sit down and say to myself, "All right, I'm. I don't got it like I did. This is a this is a complete uh, uh 180 or 360, however you call it. This is a complete change in my life. I'm not making the money I was making before. I have to make changes in my life now so I can get to where I want to be." And that took a lot. That took a long time. I had to I I like to spend money when I got it. I got it. You know, and sometimes I forget that I need to save and I need to do this. I need to just be frugal with my money. I need to be frugal. So there are questions that you ask yourself to recognize your spending patterns. This helps you understand your relationship with money. You ask questions like, how do you feel when you make a purchase? What feelings do you express when you need to take a big purchase? Are those moments in time um well, sorry, are there moments in time where you're more likely to spend money? How com- how comfortable do you feel talking about money? How often do you check your bank account? How does it make you feel, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Ask yourself these questions so you can you could be honest with yourself. This, you're not asking anybody, "Hey, like this is." You're not trying to tell nobody um, your business, but ask yourself this and be honest with yourself. Once you answer these questions honestly, then you can start the process of trying to fix your finance, your finances, and this will help you with your mental health. I can say the the one thing that really, really helped me. I sat down one day and I said to myself, "All right, what can I? What do I need to do?" because the one thing that I was stressed about is not having money saved. I would there would be times when I was I don't know, I made a good chunk of money and it would be all be gone. I paid all my bills and I, you know, I got my food, I got groceries, whatever, and I would not have anything saved. So, the one thing I promised myself was and I have I have a friends who helped me with that to start a savings account, an IRA because I know I needed something to put in just to not even look at it, not take it out, and then also open a retirement fund. because for me, I understood that I'm in a business where you don't do forever. I'm in the health, I'm in the health and fitness industry, and I know there's no such thing as a seventy year old personal trainer. There are, but like not like how a person who works um, a professional job, right? like a desk job or something like that so i know that probably i won't be doing what i'm doing now forever so it's time to save up for my retirement and have a savings for rainy days that was something i wasn't doing before you know so we'll say two years ago two three years ago i wasn't saving anything i would try to save but i would end up just taking out of that savings account but then i had friends who kept telling me and telling me to open an ira open every time and fun open you know just save money and put it somewhere where you're not even gonna look at it so that's what i did and that helped me tremendously It also helped me learn about my relationship with money because i knew that if i knew i had some savings in there i know i don't make dumb decisions so knowing that i have a savings account actually helped me understand that hey that's what i need to have so i can do better stuff with my money because i know there's a savings. Now, how money can impact your mental health. Just like mental health can impact your finances, your finances can also impact your mental health. It's kind of like a, um, it goes hand-in-hand type of relationship. Here are four ways money can impact your mental health. Problems with money can lead to increased mental health problems, especially depression and anxiety not knowing when, when the next meal is gonna happen, not knowing where you're gonna get your um, that, that other dollar to help you pay your bills. Depression, it sucks to be broke. That's just what it is. It sucks to be broke. Those living with debt are more likely to be depressed, anxious, and considered suicidal. People with money and debt lead to increased stress. And when people are stressed, their physical and emotional health suffer. So what are eight tips that can help you reduce the impact of financial stress on your mental health? So one is make one decision at a time. Money can be overwhelming. When you have it or you don't have it, just money in general is just overwhelming. When you have all that money, when you have more money than you're used to, you feel like you need to spend it all or you feel like you need to do more stuff. When you don't have it, you feel like you need to figure out how to do it, how to, uh, how to spend it in the correct way. You need to figure out what's more important than others, blah, blah, blah. Make one decision at a time. When you're facing with mul- when you're faced with multiple decisions, it's more likely you'll have a knee-jerk reaction. So just try to focus one financial decision at a time. Create and stick to a budget. Big thing here. Big, big thing here. It's hard to set goals, I get it. If you don't know where you're starting from, try to figure out what the baseline is. Do an audit of your your finances, then create a budget. One thing I've done is every month I'm going to do a spreadsheet about all the bills I need to pay that that ha- need to happen no matter what. No matter how much I make, no matter what happens, these are the bills I need to pay. And then I see about groceries and and other things that I do need to pay but I could fix around. I could kind of do better at. And then I see how much money technically I would have left. And then I would create a budget from there. There are also apps that are there for you to help you learn how to budget or help you with budgeting. And um, I think Rocket One is one. I'm not really sure a couple of them. I, I know that, um, I think Rocket One is is one that helps you out a lot, but those are examples. Monitoring your, monitor your spending is number three. This is a big one and one that I've personally struggled with as well. It's important to know where your money's going. Now, I, as my girlfriend says, I love to shop. And she's not lying. I do love to shop. I definitely love to window shop. Window shopping is something that I I do all the time. Amazon, Nike, all that stuff is, like, literally um saved and, like, are the first things I click when I'm bored. But... Monitoring your spending needs to be done because you need to know where your money is going. For example, I didn't realize how much money I was spending on food until I combine, I uh, combined through, I went through. Sorry, I went through my bank account, and some people said it wasn't a lot. I was spending like six something on food for a whole month, and I know that I go to the store a lot. I buy little things here, and, and it adds up. So recently, I've kind of like monitored my spending on food, try buying bulks and like not go back to the store unless I really, really need to. Number four would be pinpoint your financial stressors. Do you get overwhelmed when you get a bill in the mail? Are you stressed at the end of the month waiting for that next paycheck to make sure you can cover your upcoming rent? It's important to understand to figure out which finance stress is a trigger point to you. So then one thing which, well, that was a trigger point for me was my credit card bills. So I used to get um, those mails and those, stu- those notifications that you need to pay your credit card and this and that. And it would stress me out because I'm like, oh, again, whatever. So how I kind of like got away from, or not got away, because you don't want to do that. How I kind of like attacked it, I, t- I would attack it head on. So I actually paid before the due date and that would help me mentally to get away that from that stressor before it becomes a stressor. Sometimes I would pay um, a little extra so that I don't worry about it for the next month or I can I know that I'm making a bigger dent in the debt. And that helped me out a lot when it came to my debt. Like I was, for one of the credit cards I had, I don't know how much I had on it, but I would put extra on that just to know that I'm making bigger strides to um, to to take out the the full amount off. And it really helped me a lot. Number five would be recognize the emotions you feel related to money. Similar to getting to know your stressors, get in touch with your emotions. Try to identify what emotions come up as it relates to your finances and money. Sometimes journaling about your emotions can help to pinpoint what you're feeling. Do you get anxious? Do you get depressed when you think about different situations when it comes to your money? Number six would be implement healthy coping mechanisms into your mental health plan. Your mental health, your mental fitness, we'll say, should be a holistic reflection of how you take care of yourself. And there are a lot of healthy ways you can cope with your emotions and stress. So one thing that I've done for a while, I just recently started up again because it's something that has really like given me peace of mind. I've always journaled, and that's always helped. Now, the last two things are going to be something more specific if you need it. Number seven would be seek the support of a coach. Now, this could be a mental health coach to help you how to navigate your mental health when it comes to your finances or get financial help. They have people, they have financial coaches and advisors that help you, um, teach you how to spend your money and help you navigate where you should put your money. And I believe you have to pay them, obviously. But if that's something you can do and you need that help, I I would suggest doing it. And then number eight would be talk to a trained mental health professional. I'm always about therapy. Therapy, I really believe in. I think getting someone from an outside perspective, you know, can help you out a lot, guys. Overall, financial issues, sorry, Financial issues and financial problems aren't uncommon. In fact, we know that money problems and mental health are just so linked together. Poor mental health can lead to increased financial stress, and vice versa. It's a cycle, one that typically results in financial uh, the, the, the financial troubles and poor well-being. But you're not alone. First, get some breath sp- uh, breathing space. Your financial worries are valid, but you don't have to com- combat them alone. This was something I felt I had to do. I felt like, oh man, I I felt like I there was no one to talk to about my money issues and I will never get away from the mush- money issues, but I had friends who taught me what I need to do and how to save my money. You can take control of your finances with the right support. There are plenty of money helpers and money management services but sometimes you just need a person to help, you gu- to help guide you. Also, sometimes you just need to take a step back and do the analy- analyzing of your finances for you. For me, I had to do that. See, the thing is, I had to take a step back. I had a friend who definitely had to, who, who's been telling me to open all the retirement funds and the saving funds. And I couldn't do it because I thought I could not save. I thought I'd need every penny. But then I took a step back, I looked at my finances, I looked at my spending habits, and I said, okay, every month I'm gonna put this, even if it's a small amount, every month I'm gonna put it in this, this savings. And that's it. If, I, if I'm if i broke, that's that's fine. I'm just gonna keep putting the savings every month so I don't have to worry about it and I know there's something gonna be there. And it becomes a trickling effect. I start, then there's $100, then there's 200, then there's 1,000, and that, at, at that, and at the end of it, you have a couple thousand dollars in your savings, so you're ready, and that's just the start. Then you start having $10,000, and this is all going to build up for your retirement, for a rainy day, things like that. And then you start to realize you've been saving, and then you start making other adjustments in your finances. Trust me, guys, when I say that mental health and finance, financial stress go hand in hand, and it's important for you guys to just not just figure it out. But be honest with yourself because it can help you in the long run for both your financial, your future when it comes to money, and your future when it comes to your mental health. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you guys on the next one.